Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. BECU presents the KISW Financial Advisor. Here to talk money, please welcome Todd. I invented numbers so I know how this stuff works. Peach. Yeah, baby. Rock and roll money. That's right. Todd Peach, man. This guy's done everything. Over 25 years of experience in the financial services industry, lots of different positions, and uh, he works for a great, great company. Actually, he works for me. Uh, anybody who uh, is a member of BECU, Todd works for them. We work for Todd. We're all in the same game together, which is what a credit union is all about. That's right, BJ. Yeah, man. And uh, if you, I am your boss, so you, just yeah. tell me what I need to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're my boss, but I still get to tell you what to do. Who is your daddy and what does he do? That's right, buddy. <laughs> and uh, if you are thinking about joining a credit union going, well, can I do everything I want to do that I want to do at a bank? Yeah, the answer is yes. And BECU, one of the finest credit unions you can be a part of. Uh, all you got to do is live, work, or attend school here in Washington State, uh, and you can be a part of BECU. All the info at BECU.org. And uh, we've been doing this for a few years now with Todd because uh, we want people to know how to wisely deal with their money. Not something you get taught and not something a lot of industries want to help you with, as we found out during that big housing crisis where a lot of unscrupulous organizations would lend you money that you really shouldn't have been given to buy a house that was way too much that you could afford. And that's when we said, Todd, we need to talk to people. We need to make this happen. Yeah, Yeah, we've been doing it for a while. Yeah, that's why I didn't buy that house with a moat. I told you, you didn't need a moat, buddy. Yeah. Todd had to come I kind of wish you. I did, though. Yeah. But sometimes I get But Justin's getting his house on Friday. And he's got a moat. Yeah, the yeah, right. he's got a moat. I I'll just, be building a moat yeah. eventually, yes. Yeah. Dude, I have to say, I tried Rev work with you guys uh, to get the house done. He, he did. He's a homeowner now. How about that? He is super happy. And, um, I've never seen him smile before. Look yeah. at him. <laughs> I, I can't smile. It is, it is true. Hey, Todd, you guys really, I mean, you guys really made a dream come true for Rev because, first of all, he's living across the street from a crazy neighbor. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, it, it, the house... Or is he his has, crazy neighbor living across the street from a crazy neighbor? Well, I mean, yeah. yeah that's a, I hadn't thought about that. Not mutually exclusive there, Steve. But I, we, we saw pictures. I, I hadn't seen pictures of the place Rev is buying. It's really amazing. Yeah, yeah. He's going to have... I'm so jealous he's going to have a game room and everything. I'm like, damn it! With a bar inside. I know! <laughs> what what so you call it? It's a cat bar? Did, did Todd advise you to get a cat bar? Well, and what is a cat bar? A cat bar is when you have a bar and also cats. Hence, a cat bar. Oh. Yeah, what he means is the I cats will be asking. all over that bar. No, <laughs> yeah, dude, pretty much. The cats will be up and down that bar. It's like those bar. cat cafes. Yeah, yeah, sure it is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, and, and so that's the cool thing, man. You guys provide so many services. And, and, and Rev's in good shape because buying a home, you got to make sure that you can afford it, the payments are right, and you guys offer those services. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, the, the whole goal with a home is we want to make sure you get a home, but you stay in the home, right? There's no reason to put you into something that two or three years down the road you can't afford and, yeah. you know, you're going to have to sell it. And, and what happened in the when the downturn is people couldn't sell it, right, for what they had into it. So then you had short sales, foreclosures. It was just a, 
snowball effect. Well, mess, since, so. since you bring it up, Todd, and by the way, if you have any questions for Todd, 206-421-ROCK, text us at 77999. You know, it used to be when I was into buying a home, it didn't work out that way because I couldn't keep a job a lot. But when I bought a home, I thought, okay, this is going to be the place I'll live for the rest of my life or at mm-hmm. least for the next 30 years. That's what you were supposed to do because you're getting a 30-year loan. Uh, but a lot of folks are doing the starter home thing. So how, how do you advise people nowadays when, it's, when it comes to buying a home if, since some people are really not thinking that this home they buy is going to be something they'll be in for 30 years? Um, what I would say is start um, – it's all about location, BJ. So go where, it, it, go where you ultimately want to be. If you say you're going to be – I want to ultimately end up in Medina, right? Um, and, but you start um, down in Federal Way, you're probably never ever going to get to Medina. So what you want to try to do is find the location th- that you can afford, right, and get the lowest price house in that area. Um, and go from there, even if it's a fixer-upper, whatever it may be. So if you want to be in Ballard, if you want to be in Queen Anne, well, maybe you you may not be able to afford those areas, but find the, 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 the area, the best area where you want to be in where you can get something and buy the lowest lowest price house you can. Yeah, Rev's house, I have to tell you, man, I mean, it's down in Tacoma, and the yard looks great, the inside looks great, mm-hmm. I mean, I and I know how hard it is for people to find homes, and I, I was so surprised at the, the quick process he went through and the nice house he's got. Damn. It, it is absolutely fantastic. And one of the cool things was, I wasn't even sure if I'd ever even be able to afford a home, but with my wife and myself, we went and we talked with a mortgage advisor at BECU, and they set out the plans, like, how much do you want to pay for? And then we'll work with you on that. And then we were able to search. It worked out perfectly. Yeah. And so, and, and that's the cool thing. Uh, that's what we have taught in. Any questions about money? Because home is definitely a financial situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Todd will help you out. 206-421-ROCK. Text us at 77999. This person says, I have a question for Todd, what happens after the medical debt collector stop calling? Is someone going to show up at my doorstep? How do I even find the bills to pay them off now? Ooh. Well, I would go pull your credit report, first of all, and see what's being reported out there, what's passed to. So typically... Um, Hospitals. I think it's 180 days now that they when they turn that over to debt collectors and then they'll call you. But then they can start reporting that as delinquent on your credit report. So go to annualcreditreport.com, pull up a copy of, uh, of the report from each of the bureaus, see who's who's being re- who's reporting on there, and then reach out to those people to get get it taken care of. It they can. I mean, they they could you know take it to court and judgment depending on how much. How much debt it is, right? It's, but it, it is going to. It is probably being impacting your credit and being reported out there, and it won't go away on its own. So, so knowing that hospital- that's crazy. I remember recently doing something with credit, and and they're like, "Well, what happened?" Like. 15 years ago when you were missed a payment on your Sears thing. And I'm just like, that's still there? Wow. Like, that was crazy. Yeah. That shouldn't be there after It that. was. Oh. I don't know what to do. <laughs> it is true, yeah. Todd. He's alone. Right. He's right, Todd. There are some things that I know still show up on my report that are well over 15 years old that I'm like, really? Well, I thought that's supposed to go away. So uh, who, do you, who do you talk to if, in fact, you see something that you know is well over 15 years old and it's still showing up? I don't think it's even impacting anything. So yeah. it, can, it can be there and it's not even just let it live there. Yeah, I mean, you just let it live there. If it's legitimate, right? If you owe the money, you owe the money. Well, it's it been is paid off it is. and everything. It's just still they just shows a ding oh. that I had because I was late on a payment.
payment once. Mm. Yeah, it's it's not good. If you've paid it off and mm-hmm. it's still going to show up because it wasn't paid as agreed, but at that length of term, it's not going to it's not going to play a role. Why would somebody even bring that up if like that's all you've got on your report from 15 years ago and you did pay it but you were late? Somebody's going to bring it up and go, "Hey, pal, yeah. 15 years what it's hard times. I needed that washer." Try to be smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, you're right. It's no impact. You're right, Todd. I mean, my credit score is pretty decent, and so whatever whatever I saw is is surely not impacting yeah. it to the where I care. Yeah. yeah. Right, speaking of credit, question from our friend Cricket. She yeah. just said, uh, for BECU, is there any truth to paying that paying two credit card payments, half of a payment two times per statement cycle, improves a credit score as it tricks the system into thinking you're actually making two payments? No, number of payments doesn't matter. What matters is the balanced outstanding relative to your credit limit. So number one, paying on time, right? So making sure that you're, you're current and you're making the, at least the minimum payment. But secondly, the most important, 30% of your score is that, that utilization number, which we've talked about BJ, and so that's where we, that's your outstanding balance relative to your credit limit. So it doesn't matter if you make one payment a month, ten payments a month. Those are the two factors that come into play. You, you, you've educated me on that because I, I have one of those credit cards where I get miles back. So, of course, yep. I'm motivated to go spend everything. I don't, I'll don't. i spend everything on that credit card, and I used to just pay it off. But I would spend a good amount of money that was well beyond that percentage, like you said. So, for instance, if I have a $1,000 credit limit, I'd have no problem spending $800. Right. And you'd be like, no, dude, you $300 is the maximum you should be spending each month on that $1,000 credit limit. So now what I do, and we, you hit me to this, was I end up just going, I don't know how much I'm going to owe next month, so I'm just going to send a, a, a big payment so that my balance never looks bad. Yeah. So sometimes I'll have a negative balance yeah. because I just, I am, you know, granted the banks are loving me, like, hey, thanks for all your extra money, mm-hmm. but that's what I want to do to keep my credit rating the way it is. It's kind of a, maybe it's a system so that they can get my money to earn interest on as opposed to me keeping it in my own bank. Yep, yep. 30% is okay. Um, I would even shoot, the better is 10%. The the numbers show that the people with the highest credit scores have a utilization number of 10% or less. But 30% is okay. It's not going to kill you. 80% will kill you. Yeah, so the trick is, if you can, uh, what I do is is I I just, on $1,000, let's say it's a $1,000 credit limit, I always will throw $500. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll make sure that I'm always negative 500. Yeah. Each month, because I know then I will not be in that red zone like yeah. you talk about. Yeah, and, and with online banking and mobile apps and you know account aggregation, it's so easy to monitor your accounts. You should be looking at your bank accounts every few days anyway, right? Your your credit card, make sure there's no fraud going on. So yeah, yeah, and I, I don't, on your on your phone you can get notifications, so every purchase yeah. you make can set, show up. You can see what's up. Set up alerts, you bet. Let's go to Dustin and Puyallup. Dustin, you are on the rock with Todd from BECU.org. Go ahead, Dustin. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what you got hey, for us? Hey, uh, so I was just curious. Is it possible to, um, I've never bought a home. Is it possible to buy a home if you have student loan debt on your file? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it's possible, but your debt to, it's going to factor into your, your debt-to-income numbers. So um, you're, it depends on what your income is, how much student loan debt you have, what other debt do you have. Do you have credit cards? Do you have auto loans? Um, so what I would always recommend is just sit down with uh, – you know, an advisor, whether it's a BEC or other, other where, other anywhere, other credit union, um, walk through the numbers, Dustin. And and if it's not today, let's put together a three to five year plan to get you to that goal. Um, at least you'll know what the, where you stand today, income, what your debts are, and then what the plan is to to get you into a home that you can afford. Okay. So, yeah. yeah so then, cool. no, the student loan. It's. I mean, yeah. It. You know, it's a lot of kids, and they're having fifty, hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt, and yeah, that that's a lot of debt payment, right? So that is going to impact your ability, but uh, but that doesn't mean that does 
that alone doesn't mean you can't get a house. Appreciate the call, Dustin. I see that he was also in his mid-30s. It's just sad. It saddens me to see somebody still strapped with college debt in the mid-30s and later. It's just, oh, man, oh, man, it's a beating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's go to Emily in Maple Valley. Emily, you're on with Todd from BECU.org. Go ahead. Hi, good morning. Good morning, Emily. What you got for Todd? So um, I am 45 years old and getting into my second marriage this summer, but recently my fiancé and I bought a house together. We both are um, signed a mortgage, and I my credit score was killed from this because we bought a house that's more than I could afford with my own income, but we're both on the mortgage, and of course... My debt-to-income ratio is horrible now, so is it going to change when we get married, or what do I do about this? So I guess I'm a little um, confused, Emily. Why Why did buying the house, how did that impact your score in it, into itself? I don't know. It just did. I was in the 700s, and then after we bought this house, I mean, it's a house that is more than I could afford on my own, of course, but both of us yeah, are on but the that, mortgage. That, so that's, they said... Yeah. That shouldn't matter. Um, the, the, the house, the house purchase itself, shouldn't have had that big of an impact on your score. Yes, you. It actually can be a positive because it's an uh, it's looked it's looked upon as a good type of debt. Is it possible they're thinking she's the only one on the house, which is why we get dinged? I mean, the, it may it, it's, it is odd that she would get dinged so badly uh, because uh, yeah. So what? So what should she what should she do, Todd, I would, to see if I, it's a, if an erroneous number? Then I would pull up. Just go to Emily. Let's go to annualcreditreport.com. Let's pull up your credit report. It won't affect your your score at all. And let's see what's being reported out there to what's driving down your score. There might be a medical debt or there might be something out there that's being reported that you're not aware of. But and I do I do check my credit report um, pretty frequently. But um, when I because we're you know we're getting married, so I needed a little extra line of credit. When I went and asked for that at BECU, I was denied, and they said it was because of my debt to income ratio. Because this house, because he could walk away from the mortgage, you know, and I would be with this whole enormous house. Although that's not mm-hmm. what's going to happen, but that's what they said. Yeah, but when you get married, you could you could apply jointly, so then both incomes would be would go towards a qualification. If that makes sense. So right now you're they're looking at you know he's not it didn't sound like you've applied for the line of credit together. You're just doing it on your own. So on your own, yes, they are factoring in if you you know that's you. But if he was on also on the application and the loan, then the income of both of you will go into that decision. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, you know what? You can always email Todd if you have any more yeah. questions about this, Emily, and 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 because the the good folks at BECU, I know you're gonna, I, I know you guys will go like, all right, let's get to the bottom. Why is this the way this is? If you can help people out, which sure. is why it's always good to get any financial help from people. At all. If you don't know this stuff, uh, that's what I love about BECU. There's so many different ways you can point them in the right direction to get information, to get clarity on what's going on. Yep. And uh, just go to your page, BJ, and you'll find my email. Yeah. And, and yep. Yeah. So. Definitely. There's a, there's a lot of help uh, help links there as well. Uh, just go to the BJ and Miggs page of KISW.com and you'll see the financial stuff there and you'll see Todd's smiling face, email, and all of the great help links that can get you some free info about any questions you might have. Todd, as usual, the time has flown. Thanks, BJ. And again, Todd Peach, BECU.org. And if you just live, work, or attend school here in Washington State, boom, you get to be a member of BECU. I'm a member. They do make it happen. And anything you want to do at a bank, you can do at BECU. BJ and Mix mornings on the Rock ninety nine point nine KISW. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. 
In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.